Welcome back to the podcast formerly known as The Tea with KB. My podcast has informed me that it is now time to officially switch gears and be called Turn Shit Into Gold because that's going to be a big focus of what I talk about and that's going to resonate with you all and that's the point. Also, an artist formerly known as Prince taught me that it's okay to be very different and to just do things your own way. So that's what we're going to do here. So starting with episode three, this podcast has a different name. And if you don't like that, you don't have to keep listening. I'll remind you every week you have free will. And if I annoy you or I piss you off, you don't have to keep listening. This is your life. If you do feel like you want to keep listening, that's great. Thank you very much. I also would just like to say thank you to everyone who has already listened to the first couple episodes, everyone who took the time to send me kind messages. I appreciate that so much. And I would also super appreciate if you took a few minutes to rate and review the podcast so that other people can find it and be helped by it if it's something that would be helpful to them. I would appreciate that a whole lot. I also think I might put some things in the show notes that would be other ways that you can support me. For example, I don't really talk about this on social media or in general a ton, but I'm a beauty counter consultant. Very casually, I signed up to be a consultant because beauty counter has cleaner beauty products and I started to get into health a lot a few years back. I've done the whole 30 a couple times trying to eliminate not so good stuff from my body. And I also learned about how your skin absorbs a lot of things. So it matters what you're putting on your skin. And I've switched a lot of my beauty products to Beauty Counter. I love them. I recommend them to people. So I figured might as well get myself a discount and then get paid a little bit if people decide to buy them. So I will be putting a link in the show notes so that you can go check out Beauty Counter stuff. And if you want to switch out any of your current products to something that is a little bit safer in the beauty department, you can check that out. Or if you just want to know some of my favorite things that aren't regular routine skincare for the daily things. Some of my favorites are the charcoal mask, the overnight resurfacing peel, and the lemongrass. I think they now call it a body polish. It used to be called the sugar scrub, but I am obsessed with that thing. So those are some of my favorites if you want to check them out. And I also think I have to double check. I haven't ordered anything in a while. So I'll have to, and I know you're probably like, what the hell? You're talking about this and you haven't even checked? Yeah, I am. It's fine. I had signed up as a doTERRA advocate too because I buy essential oils. And again, you can buy them wholesale if you sign up as an advocate. And with doTERRA, you don't even have to sell a certain amount to be an advocate. So I was like, cool, let me do this. And I like to use essential oils for different things, but some of my favorites with that is to get the rollerball versions because if you're not super familiar with essential oils, they're really great. They're good for you. They're powerful. And sometimes you need to cut them or dilute them with something like a coconut oil, a specific type of coconut oil so that it's not too harsh on your skin. So they have different rollerballs for different things. There's a breathe blend that I love that has some peppermint in it, among other things. And then lavender 
that is the one that I use the most. I love my lavender rollerball. And when I still worked at my nine to five, I used to have coworkers who would come up to my desk after a stressful call and ask if they could roll on some of my lavender. And I would always say, absolutely, here you go. So those are a couple ways that you can support me if you'd like to support me in this podcast. And I also will have a link in there for the software system that I've been using, Keep. That is K-E-A-P if you're wondering, but I will probably end up talking about that a little more. There's one story specifically that I want to tell that involves it. And so just because I know I'm going to be talking about it a lot, I figured might as well get that referral link in there because if you do end up signing up for Keep, I will get paid. And I love that. I love to get paid. And I'm guessing you do too. So if you sign up for Keep, get yourself a referral link. So that's enough of that shenanigans, those little housekeeping notes. And if you have any questions about those things, feel free to email me or DM me. But now let's get into the juicy goodness. I still might call it the tea, but here is the first thing I want to talk about today. I'm going to try my best to go in order, but also when I feel into the energy of my podcast, she does not want me to like figure out what I'm going to talk about before each episode. She's like, no, this is not a planned out thing. We are flowing. Whatever is supposed to come up will come up. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right, you're the boss. I'm just showing up to do my job. So the first thing that I want to talk about is something that I learned almost a year ago, but I feel like I didn't figure out how to truly embody the concept until like a week ago or maybe a little over a week ago. And I wanted to talk about that. So my mentor had taught me some journal prompts and given me some journal prompts to energetically align yourself with making a certain amount of money minimum per month. And one of the questions in the journal prompts was if you were making that amount of money, how would you show up? What would you wear? Where would you go? You know, what would you do? All that stuff. And I feel like when I was doing it before, I was focused on the parts of it that didn't matter as much and not focusing enough on the part that matters the most. And the part that matters the most is with your business, if you have a business, which this podcast is going to be geared towards people who have a business because I'm trying to help you make your life easier running your business, especially after being someone who's run a business now for almost a year and having lots of struggles my first year that I know I didn't have to have. I'm here to share that stuff with you and help you make it easier for yourself. So I realized that I was focusing on things like, okay, yeah, what would I wear? Where would I eat? Would I go get Starbucks today or get coffee from a local coffee shop? Those things that, yes, they do get me more into the energy of how I want to be and more into the energy of someone who has more money, but they're like secondary things, maybe even tertiary things. The thing that matters so much more is how you are showing up in your business. And the decisions that you make. And I realized, especially on Sunday morning, I realized how I had not been showing up as someone who makes $10,000 every month. And here's how I realized it. This was my little deep awakening. So I had started 
I don't remember the day for sure that I started, but I think it was a day or two before that I had started to just ask myself every morning if I had already made $10,000 this month, which mind you at this point was not even halfway through the month. But if I had already made $10,000 or more this month, what would I do today? And that's partly what would I do for myself personally? Like, would I run my dishwasher, empty my dishwasher, do a load of laundry, whatever it is that I would love to have done around my house? What would I do as far as that stuff goes? And would I do it first or would I do it after I did whatever work that I have to do? And then when it came to the work that I have to do, Sunday, the reason this is such a good example for me is that Sunday I was doing a self-love workshop. And my soul, as I've told you right now, is in a phase of really wanting me to root to feeling super successful no matter what is going on externally. So if this podcast episode gets published tomorrow because I procrastinated and it's Monday the 21st as I'm recording this, but if it gets posted tomorrow and not a single person listens to it, I need to still feel successful and I need to still feel like this was an incredibly valuable podcast and there's so much good content in here and I need to feel that way even if not a single person listens to it, even if some people listen to it but nobody tells me that it's good. I need to feel like it's good no matter what workshops that I do. I need to feel like they're good and good enough just because I offered them. Not good enough if this many people sign up or if everybody says it was fantastic. It needs to just be good enough to me because it's good enough or more than good enough. So I had had a couple of people sign up for the self-love workshop and I had a feeling there probably wouldn't be any more people who signed up, not because it wasn't good or not because I didn't do a good enough job of marketing it, but because my soul wants me to get really comfortable feeling like I'm crushing it when the external metrics that the rest of the world measures by aren't quite there. So part of me felt like, well, I mean, I don't really need to post about this again because it's later today. I had woken up at like 6 a.m., so it was super early, and I had plenty of time to post something and have more people possibly see it and sign up, but I also knew it's going to be good enough if nobody else signs up. I also know that I don't think my soul really wants anybody else to sign up. I think my soul wants it to be just a couple of people so that I can practice this and really embody it, but then I asked myself, if I had already made $10,000 this month, what would I do? And right away, I knew that I would absolutely post about it. I would post about it on my Instagram story. I would post about it on my Facebook story. And I would send one last email to the people on my email list, letting them know, hey, if you're a last minute lady like I am, this is happening today. You can still get signed up if you want to. And why would I do that? Well, because I know how valuable it is. And because I know that there are people who do want to come. And there are people who do want to come who haven't signed up yet, and they may just have missed it. They may have forgotten the number of times that there was something that I wanted to sign up for, and I didn't in the moment because maybe I was laying in bed or laying on my couch, and I did not feel like getting up to grab a card to pay for it, and I figured I'll do it later, and then I forgot. And then they posted about it one more time, and I got signed up. Is crazy. I am a bit of a last-minute lady myself, and I figured – Other people are too, of course. I, 
of course I need to do this. I need to do this for the people who are like me who just haven't gotten to it yet. And I would not even be questioning whether or not I should do this if I had already made 10K or more this month. I would just be doing it. Okay, perfect. Let me go post this for those people. And I posted it on Instagram. And then I could feel a little bit of resistance in me when it came to posting it on Facebook. So I thought, hmm, this is interesting. What is this resistance here to show me and reveal to me? which is how I'm trying to approach any sort of resistance or what one may deem is negative feelings. <laughs> These days, I'm trying to do a really good job of staying neutral and just being curious and figuring out what exactly is going on here. What is this here to show me? So I asked myself, why do I feel like I don't want to post this on Facebook? And the first reason was that I was feeling like people on my Facebook page don't care. They are there because they wanted to be friends with me and they met me. I mean, I've been on Facebook since 2007. So I met a lot of these people in high school or even before high school. A lot of these people in college. I graduated from college nine years ago already, which is insane to me. But a lot of these people I've known for a long time and they just wanted to know what I was up to personally. They do not necessarily care about this business that I'm running. And if they do care about it, it's maybe just from a you know supportive, hope you're doing well standpoint. It's not that they actually want to sign up for what I'm offering. Again, technically this is a story I'm telling myself, but this is how I was feeling. And I was feeling like the people who are on my Instagram – especially now that it's a new Instagram because my old one got disabled, anyone who's finding my new Instagram knows what to expect when they decide to follow me. Because if they followed me before, they noticed that starting in March last year, I was posting stuff about my intuitive and psychic abilities. And I was talking about that a lot and still sharing some personal stuff. But they knew that that was the focus of what I post about now. So if those people find me again and decide to follow me, they either like my content or they're hate following me. <laughs> but either way, that's their choice and they still want to be here for whatever reason they want to be here. So it feels different and it feels easier to post stuff to those people. The Facebook people, not so much. But I realized this is definitely just a story that I'm telling myself and it's not even a true story because I did post on Facebook when I quit my 9 to 5 job. On my last day, I posted that I quit my job let people know I was pursuing my business full-time and had a link to my website. And right away, I had a few people book reads with me. So those people did care. <laughs> they saw my post on Facebook and they booked reads with me. They cared about what I was doing and they did want to pay me in exchange for my services. I also posted a couple times, I think, about Alignment Academy the first time that I had it out. And someone from Facebook signed up for my Alignment Academy. Someone was willing to pay me $997 to take my course after they saw me post about it on Facebook. So this whole idea that people on Facebook don't care isn't true. That same person who signed up for the Alignment Academy ended up booking a $250 session with me. And then she also ended up actually signing up for my self-love workshop. <laughs> and that time it was from my email She's actually the one who I talked about on the podcast where 17 minutes after I sent the email, someone signed up. 
it was her. And she originally saw my stuff from me posting it on Facebook. So how freaking silly of me was it to be sitting here telling myself the story that the people I'm friends with on Facebook don't care about what I'm doing? Of course, there are a bunch of them who don't, and that's fine. But there are some who do, and that matters too. So that was the first thing. The second thing that I realized was that on Instagram, I can post a link when I post something in my story. It's super easy. I can just put the link right there. So I can say, here's the self-love workshop. Click here to sign up. When I post it on Facebook, I don't have that option. So it makes it a little bit more challenging for me to post it. And then I also was having another limiting belief of people on Instagram have heard for years, click the link in my bio, and they're used to that and they'll do it and it's fine. But on Facebook, people aren't used to it. They're used to just seeing stories of whatever people are doing and they don't want to go to my profile and click the link in my bio. Again, are there probably a lot of people watching my story who don't want to do that? Yes, of course. But what about the one person who might want to sign up? Why would I block them from being able to sign up just because of all those other people who don't want to click the link? And here's the thing. Put it out there. If people don't want to click it, they won't click it. But if they want to click it, they will. So just put it out there. And then the third belief, this one, I don't even know which one's the silliest of them all. I was going to say that this one is the silliest of them all, but it's not a competition and they're all silly. This last one was that I've noticed that when I post a story on Facebook and it's either like a video of me talking about something or maybe it's pictures, but definitely, you know, my face is in it or maybe other pictures, I'll have a couple hundred people watch it. If I post something that is just words on a slide, then sometimes it's only like 60 people who watch it. So again, this was just my silly little ego not liking that and feeling like I don't want to post something if so many people don't want to see it. Like, okay, so 150 people who normally would watch it choose not to, but why are you focusing on them instead of the 60 people who still cared? Do you realize how silly that is? That's incredibly silly. Those 60 people still cared. So give the 60 people something to be entertained by. And again, some of them might be talking shit, but that's their business. That's not my business. They can do what they want. And, you know, if they're getting kicks in their life talking shit about other people, good for them. I think that I enjoy my way of living better. And I'm going to keep my way of doing things, which is, you know, a little bit more positive and supportive than that. So after realizing that I had these three limiting beliefs, I thought about it and realized that clearly I have not been showing up like somebody who makes $10,000 or more every month because someone who makes $10,000 or more every month wouldn't care about all the people who don't care about what they're doing. They would care about the 60 people who do care or the one person who cares And they would just keep showing up and serving those people and not stop and worry about the others or be held back by the others. So that is a very specific example to illustrate that point to you all. And I wanted to get super specific so that you can figure out how to apply that in your own life and figure out where you may be showing up as not quite the version of yourself that you want to be 
as a business owner? Like, where are you deciding that people don't care before they've actually told you that? Or where are you focusing on all the people who didn't sign up instead of all the people who did sign up? Or even just the people who commented something or sent you a message, whatever it is. Focus on everything that's going right, which for the most part I do, but I just caught myself and figured out that when it came to posting on Facebook, I was focusing on all the negatives. And it surprised me a little bit, but it also cracked me up. And I was happy that I had this brought to my awareness. That's what the resistance was doing. It was making me aware that something wasn't quite in alignment and it was my mindset. It wasn't the actual posting on Facebook that wasn't in alignment. It was my whole attitude about it, my energy behind it. That was what needed to shift so that I could move forward in alignment with the version of myself that I'm becoming. The next fun thing that I want to talk about is what happened to me on Monday. (laughs) Monday was overall a great day. It was Valentine's Day. I had my little stuff that I did for myself that I was excited for. And then my boyfriend was even more amazing than normal and super sweet and thoughtful. And it was a really great day. Also, in the middle of that day, I spent three hours working on a landing page to be able to communicate to all of you beautiful people about my new coaching program because with learning how to tap into the energy of my business and talking to my business about what she wants and making shifts, my coaching program is shifting. I do now only want to work with people who either already have their own business that they've started or want to start it and they are just having trouble getting started. And I would love to help those people get rid of those blocks so that they can move forward and get their magic and their beauty out into the world. And then for the people who have already started their businesses, I would love to help them make it easier and have it flow better like mine is now doing after I talk to the energy of my business. So I was working on that page. I figured out how I wanted to talk about it. I figured out, you know, who is it for? Who's it not for? I got all this stuff on this landing page, added some other colors, made it really great. And I published it. And then I was feeling into, does it want to actually be put out there? Because when you publish that landing page, It's a landing page that you just created, so nobody has access to it unless you give them that link. So I was feeling into, do I put this in my link tree now on my social media? Do I actually post about it on social media or did it just want to be created today? And it felt like it did want to be shared. So I tested the link before I shared it, which also, thank goodness, I tested it before I shared it because when I pulled up the link, it had reverted back to where I started that day. I had created a copy of my Alignment Academy page the day before and changed like two things on it and then realized today is not the day to work on this and stopped there. And then on Monday, I spent three hours creating it and none of the changes saved, which Even if you don't own a business, I'm sure you have experienced something like this. Maybe you wrote a paper in school and none of it saved or something, and you know that is a shitty feeling. And right away, I did still realize, I know this is for my highest good. Like Clearly, this version of the page 
was not supposed to be out there. I fully trust that. I do. I also know that I need to validate my feelings because if I don't, then my higher self will give me some sort of reflection that I probably don't want to deal with even more than I don't want to deal with these feelings right now. So I asked myself, how am I feeling? And I was feeling like this effing sucks. And I was feeling like I had just put in three hours of work and I had nothing to show for it. And then immediately I realized that's the lesson. That's why this happened because my soul is like, we have this lesson to learn that literally nothing is a waste. And uh, this is going to help you learn it. This is something that you didn't even know you've been struggling with for your whole entire life. But realizing this and making this shift is going to make your life 10 times better. So yay, here you go. And it was such a loving, beautiful, wonderful gift to get from my soul. And uh, I truly, even just from acknowledging like this feels shitty. And I did send a text to my boyfriend and say this, you know, this just happened And I know it's for my highest good, but this also feels like it sucks right now. So I let myself feel what I needed to feel. I told someone about it. And as soon as I realized what the lesson was, I already felt better because I realized, you know what? That is true. There's no such thing as a waste ever. A lot of times people will feel that way when they're in a relationship. I know I kind of felt like that before. After finding out that my ex cheated on me and he had cheated on me several months before we broke up, it was like, damn, what a waste of all those months staying in that relationship with him. But no, it wasn't because I still learned things and I still grew because I was in that relationship. I also still had fun times with him during that, but mainly there was a lot of growth that still happened in those last several months. So it was absolutely not a waste. And I learned what I needed to learn from that relationship and I could be better afterwards as a result. So nothing is ever a waste. With this situation, I then asked myself, okay, what did I gain from this? And I realized I got so much more clear on how I wanted to talk about this. I hadn't sat down to ever sort through all the thoughts in my brain and get them out of my brain and onto paper of any sort. And I just spent time doing that, getting that figured out. I also got more comfortable in keep the system that I was using to build the landing page. And keep is something that I will be using even more moving forward. So the more comfortable I can get using it and the more familiar I can get with it, the quicker I'll be able to create things in the future. So really this was just like me playing around and getting clear on my messaging and practicing using my new system. And it's also so much better to have something like this happen now when it wasn't anything urgent, not that anything should be urgent, but I was playing around with it and doing that way before I actually needed to have anything done with it. You know, it wasn't anything that I needed to get out that day. It was just that I could put it out that day. So I realized those lessons and I also at that point stepped away from my computer. I don't even remember now what I did, but I was done with that (laughs) and I just realized also then how much I've grown that I was able to do both of those things. The realizing right away that this is for my highest good and knowing that it's fine instead of having a more dramatic freak out and feeling like 
half of my day is ruined now type of thing, which past versions of me totally would have felt that way and had trouble getting out of that energy. This version of me, though, was able to realize right away and be fine like right away. And then the second thing was that I was able to actually hold space for myself to feel my feelings and make sure that I felt them because I have been a person in the past who would just push through any negative feelings and not allow myself to feel that stuff because a lot of it honestly was me feeling like I need to get this done. Like a past version of me or multiple past versions of me would have still felt like I needed to get that landing page done that day. And I would have put pressure on myself to still get it done that day. I think it was around 3.30 or 4 p.m. when it happened. So I would have then spent the next couple of hours feeling really frustrated and trying to force myself to create something because I felt like it needed to be done, which this now even feels more silly to me. But part of that even a few months ago, I would have done because I was intuitively getting when I checked in to see what I should do that day, that that was what I should do and that I should post it. So I would have felt like, well, because I got that, I have to do it. And I would have forgotten to even possibly intuitively look in again to see, am I still supposed to do this? Because here's the thing that I think I've maybe mentioned on here before. And if I haven't, you definitely need to know this. If you learn how to do intuitive reads and intuitively test things to find out if it's in your highest good or not to do, they will tell you what you need to hear so that you will be on the path you're supposed to be on. Sometimes that means telling you that you should do something because there's going to be a lesson there. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go do the thing and it's going to be smooth sailing and super fun. It could be hard. It could feel shitty in the moment. And I am quite sure that this I was supposed to do that that day. This was an example for me of, here, do this thing. Today, you should get your landing page created because it was well before I needed it done. I had the time and I got to practice and have it not end up being a thing and have that lesson and be able to peacefully have that lesson because I've created more space in my days and in my weeks now. So I also didn't even actually intuitively look into it because you don't need to intuitively look into everything. I intuitively look into a lot just because it's fun. And I like to know, and I, I do like to make sure that I am on my path, but I also know that I can trust myself to just know and to just feel what might be right. And I for sure needed a break and needed to be able to do something else and shift my energy, maybe even more, definitely shift into more of an energy of fun. And it was Valentine's Day and my boyfriend was coming over in a couple hours and I needed to be able to just enjoy my time with him. So I did not need to be trying to finish the landing page. And I ended up working on the landing page again on Thursday. And I was working on it Thursday. And at the beginning, it was going pretty well. And then there was a point that I reached where I realized, so also, by the way, when I started working on it, it was like I could not remember how I did it before. And I didn't need to remember how I did it before. 
but I was kind of hoping that I would because I did feel really good about what I did. I also almost forgot to mention that another thing my soul wanted me to do and part of Lesson Monday was create all of the copy that I'm creating for anything right now in the Google Doc that my web designer is using to work on my new website because I'm going to have to get it in there for her anyway. So I might as well create it there and then copy it from there and paste it into the landing page or whatever it is that I am working on. So Thursday, I got the copy done and it was in the Google Doc, just like I was instructed by my beautiful advisors in the spirit land. And then I started working on the actual landing page. And as I was trying to kind of transfer the information over, I was not loving the way it was looking. And all of a sudden, I realized that I was starting to feel a little frustrated. (laughs) And because I was feeling frustrated, I knew I should pause because, again, my soul wants me to be creating everything from this energy of peace and from this energy of abundance. So if I'm in an energy of frustration, then that's what's going to be created. And that's not what I want to create. So I paused and I went and did some other things, took a little break. I think I actually cooked some food and ate, which is always a great answer for me. (laughs) Give me food. So I took that little break and then I got back to it. And almost right away, I had an idea for how I could do it that would look better, that I would be much happier with. And then I was able to easily finish that landing page and get it out on Thursday, which is great. It's perfect. It's still plenty of time. And part of what I needed to get it up for is that one of my coaching clients is going to be done. And I just did a post about it today on Instagram because it's so bittersweet. I'm so proud of her and I'm so excited for her. And she is someone, her name is Nicole. I'll probably throw her Instagram in the show notes too if I remember, so that you can follow her because she, when I had my first coaching session with her, I did a read where I was feeling into what her soul came here to do, what her soul wants to create and offer in this world. And I was really getting that her soul wanted her to help people heal through food. And sometimes I'll get a lot of specifics for people And other times I won't. And it's all, again, based on what they need to hear to get them on the right path and based on whatever lessons their soul signed up for and however their their soul wants the journey to go. Some people need a little bit more to get them going. Other people, it's better for them to get less information because they need to feel like they did it on their own or it was their idea. They created it you know, all that stuff. Everybody's different. Nothing is better or worse. It's just that people are different. And I was getting to kind of just tell her that and then let her explore things. And we worked together for five months and that was meeting once a week for those five months. And she has started to channel some of the most interesting stuff about food and how the food that we eat affects the cells in our body and affects the frequency of our body and our energy field. And 
like I am telling you, it is fascinating. And I told her that I hope she's going to write a book. And if she does, I'm going to snatch that thing up so fast. And then I'm also going to ask her to sign it for me. But I am like beyond excited to see what she does and what she creates and how she starts to have sessions with people to work with them one-on-one and help them with things. I even had a situation that involved some Chipotle tacos that Friday night before, I think it was, that I realized something that I think was happening of why I needed to eat those tacos. And I sent her a message about it and then she was looking in and she confirmed what I was picking up on and then she also gave me more detail on it that made so much sense and it was something just like really beautiful. I ended up crying (laughs) because it was just – it was pretty epic. I'll just say that. And that's the type of stuff that she's going to be able to do for other people and do with other people. And I'm so excited to see her start to do that. She also has an apparel line that she's launching like anytime now, really soon. And I'm so excited for her and just so proud of her for everything that she's done and everything that she's shifted. And I also am sad (laughs) because I love her, if you can't tell. And she's been so much fun to work with. And we just get along really well. I think she's super cool. She also thinks I'm super cool, which is fun. We love that. And we just appreciate each other a lot. And it has been really, really wonderful working with her. So I'm going to deeply miss seeing her every Tuesday afternoon. And I wanted to post something to just recognize her for everything and then also let people know that because Nicole will be done, I do have an open coaching spot. And that was also why I needed to get a landing page out sometime soon. I more so knew that I needed to do it for group coaching that I'll be starting in March that is around the energy of your business. And I'll be doing a little individual read for everybody checking in with the energy of their business and then doing two group classes where I'm going to be teaching people how to do that read for themselves and how to do some other types of intuitive reads that will just make things so much easier for them in their business, help them trust themselves more, and really help them lean into doing things their own way. And I'm so excited for this. So that's why I was working on the landing page and I was going to have just coaching waitlist info on there and then Um, when I met with Nicole on Tuesday, we chatted about it and decided that it's time for her to spread her wings and fly on her own. So then I realized, oh, I'm going to have an actual one-on-one opening for March as well. And although I will very much miss Nicole, I'm also excited to see who ends up coming in and who I'll get to work with next and what their soul is here to do because this stuff is really, really fun for me. It's really interesting for me. I love to hear about what everyone's souls wants to do and then help them get super tapped into that and help them make it as easy for themselves as it can be. So that was the main things from last week that I personally was going through. And then there were some themes that I wanted to bring up that I can't remember if I talked about 
last week because it was honestly a theme the week before with people that I did reads for on the energy of their businesses. But a huge theme right now for literally everyone is play. Play more and approach things with a curious energy. Don't be so attached to the results. Just be curious about, I wonder what would happen if I did this. I wonder if I tried this thing, how it would go. And not being worried about how other people will perceive things. Because everybody has their own perception on things. Everybody has their own favorites, their own likes and dislikes. And you are not here to serve everyone You're not here to make everyone happy. You are here to express your soul in the way that your soul wants to be expressed. And when you express yourself in the way that your soul wants to be expressed, you will become a magnet for the people who you are supposed to help. They will be able to feel your energy. They'll be able to know it and they'll be able to find you. If you're out here trying to be a watered down version of yourself so that you can fit in, you don't ruffle feathers so that people have an easy time digesting you, you're not going to call your people in. Your people won't be able to find you because you'll look like every other person out there. So you have to just tap into your playful side, your fun side, your silly side, your weird side, and just the side of you that is super curious and trusts yourself. Think about how you used to play when you were a kid. And Maybe you don't remember. If you don't remember, please, in a non-creepy way, try to get yourself in a situation where you are around some kids so that you can observe them playing. And I just really felt the need to call out to do this in a non-creepy way because this could come across as very creepy depending on how you do it. But if you have a friend who has kids or maybe there's a park close to you and you can just observe for a little bit, you'll see that kids do some weird stuff and they say some weird stuff. (laughs) Kids are, kids are wild. Okay. They're so silly and they're just expressing themselves and just being themselves. And before they say things or do things, they're not thinking, I wonder what this person is going to think of me. And sometimes that can be interesting because then kids are also picking their noses and eating their boogers. And I wouldn't recommend doing that. But there's so much beautiful stuff that comes from it of them just playing and exploring and having fun and creating things. They're not so worried about exactly how it's going to turn out. They're just having fun and being present. I mean, some of the stuff that my nieces say sometimes is just so silly and Some of it is like really off the wall, but I love it. And they're having fun and they're exploring and they're figuring stuff out. And you used to be like that. Hopefully you still are. But if you're like all the people who I've done reads for in the last couple weeks, you're maybe not so much like that anymore. You might be a more professional and polished version of yourself. You may have lost yourself completely. I lost myself completely for a while. And it wasn't until the summer of 2020 that I started to figure out who I was again. I stopped doing everything based on what I thought other people would think of it or what would make other people feel happy or comfortable or safe or liked or whatever other stuff. And I just asked myself, 
what do I want? And the scary thing was when I first started to do this, I didn't know. I didn't know. I had spent so much time trying to please other people that I didn't even know what I wanted or what I liked in some cases. And that was wild. But luckily, I stuck with it and I started to figure it out more and more. And now I am so much more back to my true self, which is very silly. My boyfriend tells me all the time how weird I am because I am apparently weird. And I told him, I think everybody's weird in their own special way. And most people are just not being themselves. And I stand by that statement. But I also will say, like, I know I'm weird. Okay. And it's fine. I love it. It's way more fun this way. And I say silly things and I do silly things and I make sound effects sometimes. I also make a really weird sound when my throat itches. And sometimes I do it without realizing I'm doing it. (laughs) But it's fine. And everybody is different. Everybody's weird in their own special ways. And the more you can lean into your weirdness, the more you make other people feel comfortable leaning into their weirdness. So this is my invitation to you to ask yourself, where am I out of alignment with the weirdest version of myself? Where am I trying to make myself fit in? Where am I trying to be normal? Where am I doing things the way that other people have told me to do them without questioning it? Or maybe you did question it a little bit, but you just did it anyway because you felt like that was the way you had to do it. I'm here to tell you that you do not have to do anything the way that other people tell you you have to do it. You don't. You literally get to make your own rules. We have been fed messages over and over and over and over again by our society that you don't get to make your own rules. But that's not true. You get to make your own rules, especially if you have your own business. You get to make your own rules. You get to decide how things are. And you get to change your mind about it. You get to try different things. You get to do it this way for a month and then you get to try it that way for a month. Or maybe you try it for a week and you already know you hate it and it's okay to change. You can always change your mind. Even now, like my business has told me that she wants me to stop doing one-on-one coaching starting in May. And I've told some people that, said, you know, I have a one-on-one coaching spot available. It's only for March and April because I'm getting that I need to stop in May. I am also well aware that with my crazy little mind-changing business and podcast, that could change. Maybe they'll decide, actually, you can do May too. Maybe they'll decide, actually, you can't do April. So I shouldn't be out here promising that that's going to be available because who knows? It could change. But also, I'm a human. Things can change. If it does change, I will just communicate that to people. And that's okay. You have to just let things be okay and let being human be okay. We've all been conditioned to try to be these people who fit into these boxes. And most of us aren't even supposed to be anywhere near those boxes. So it's time for you to start to figure out how are you supposed to be? Not the way that other people told you that you're supposed to be, but how actually are you? Who are you? Who are you created to be? How are you supposed to be showing up in this world? Because it's not the way that everybody else is doing it. It's supposed to be different. 
You're supposed to do things in your unique way and inspire other people to do things in their unique way. And it's the way that you're going to end up feeling the happiest in life. But you also have to fully embrace it about yourself so other people can fully embrace it about you. You also have to accept the fact that by doing it, you are going to be more polarizing, but you're supposed to be polarizing. You're not supposed to be liked by everybody. You're supposed to be someone who's so you that you have a whole bunch of people who love you and are obsessed with you, and then a whole bunch of people who get annoyed when they hear your name or see your face because they just can't stand you. That's actually how it's supposed to be. And sure, there can be people in the middle that's like, you know, they're fine, but those are also people who don't fully know you. Like there are a lot of people, I live in a high-rise building and we have a little bar downstairs. There are a lot of people I've met at the bar and I like them, but I don't know them well enough to know if I would love them and be obsessed with them or I could get to know them better and decide I actually can't stand these people. I just didn't know all these things about them. But guess what? It's fine. And you don't have to. And you don't have to stress about, are people going to like me? Are they going to like this part of me? Are they going to like that part of me? What if I do this and all these people unfollow me? I've had so many people unfollow me since I started talking about the stuff that I talk about. I've had, I mean, I have people unfollow me every week. I also have new people start to follow me every week. The people who are supposed to be here are here. And the people who are supposed to be here in the future will be here in the future. The people who were supposed to be here in the past were here in the past. Another issue that a lot of people have is trying to hold on to things from the past or that are supposed to move on to the past, but they're afraid to let go. Or they're sitting in the present moment worrying about the stuff that's in the future that they want to pull into the future. Focus on everything that's good right now. I just had that conversation with one of my dear friends earlier today because she was venting to me about how she's been feeling lately. And after I completely validated all of her feelings, I said, I'm going to turn into Coach Kristen for a minute. And then I pointed some things out to her. And part of it is like you're focusing on the stuff that's not going the way that you want it to, but you're completely ignoring all the things that are going amazingly and the beautiful gifts that you have that not everybody else has. And, you know, she realized right away that that was so true and that there are like we're, we were talking about a specific frustrating situation that she has at work that has been ongoing for a few weeks and it is very annoying <laughs> and it should be wrapped up next week, hopefully. But she was so focused on that and how that was going wrong that she wasn't paying attention to as much all of the things that were going right and specifically with her boyfriend who is really supportive and sweet and amazing and has been helping her out a lot in the meantime. So remember that your energy is powerful and that energy amplifies energy. So if something shitty happens and you like really lean into the shit and then decide to stay there, you're going to end up magnetizing more things that make you feel like shit. If you want to be magnetizing things that you like and that you want to have in your life, then when shit happens to you, you have to turn that shit into gold. And the way that you do that is by allowing yourself to feel it first, like I did with my landing page that disappeared 
my three hours of work, I allowed myself to acknowledge this feels shitty. This feels like I just spent three hours working and have nothing to show for it. Okay. That's how I feel. Now, is this how I want to choose to continue to feel? No. This is not how I want to be. I do not want to be in the energy of this sucks and I just wasted a bunch of time because that's not what I want to manifest in my life. I don't want more situations that make me feel this way. What do I want? I want to feel like everything is always working out in my favor and I want to feel like magical things are always happening to me. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to focus on some magical things that have happened to me lately or just all the things that are going right. And part of that is even just the way I handled this situation right now. That is going so right. I'm doing such a good job of continuing to shift my mindset to be more and more expansive. I'm doing such a good job of allowing myself to feel my feelings and holding space for myself. I am doing so well at that. I also did such a good job of getting more clear on how I want to talk about this. My messaging on this is... 10 times more clear than the messaging was the first time I started offering coaching. I've gotten so much better at this, you know, and the more you focus on that and you are in that feeling, in that feeling of, wow, I'm getting better and better every day, you're going to attract situations that confirm your belief that you're getting better and better every day. You're going to have more people tell you what a good job that you're doing. You're going to have more people reach out who want to work with you. You're going to have more and more situations that make you feel like you're getting better and better. You have so much control. We are under this illusion that we have no control over anything and that life sucks. And here's the thing. Sometimes things happen that feel sucky. That is definitely true. And it is also true that we don't have control over everything. But there are things that we can control. And one of my managers who I loved at my old nine to five at Sports Engine, his name was Chris Anderson. And he used to always say, focus on what you can control. And he would say, control the controllables. And it's really all about that in life to focus on the things that you can't control. Because if you sit around feeling upset about the things that you can't control all day, All you're doing is creating the opposite of the life that you want, and that's really not doing yourself any favors. But if you realize, okay, here's what I can control, how I choose to move forward after something happens that I don't like, I get to choose how I fully respond to it. I may have an initial reaction that is something like, this sucks, but then I get to choose, how do I want to respond to this feeling? And my recommendation is to feel it, fully feel it, and then release it and choose the new feeling. Choose the feeling that you do desire because you can create a reality that's so much better than the one you're in. And even if the one that you're in is great, like I was happy a month ago, but I feel way happier now. And I had reached out to my mentor and told her about some of this. And I told her, it feels like a fog lifted that I didn't even know was there. Like things were good. And then I figured some stuff out and now they're so much better. And I didn't even realize this was available to me. (laughs) This is amazing. And that's how life is. There is always better available to you. 
And it's about getting grateful for where you are and feeling like where you are is absolutely good enough, but then also opening yourself up to receive better and to receive more of the things that you love. Receive even more love from other people. Receive even more money from your business or through your business. And just becoming the most authentic version of you, the weirdest, silliest, craziest version of you will help you be a clear magnet to call in those right people. And the way that you choose to react to all of the situations that happen in your life is the way that you communicate with the universe, God, source energy, whatever you want to call it, about what you want. Because you might say you want one thing and then they deliver you something close. And you can either say, okay, fine, I guess this is good enough and come at it from this energy of scarcity or fear of like, I'm afraid if I don't take this, then I won't get anything close to what I want. Or you can look at it and say like, oh, thank you for offering this to me. It's just not quite what I wanted. I'm going to go ahead and send this back. And then the universe can send you back the thing that you actually wanted or maybe even something better. And you get to check that out and decide, is this what I want to accept or do I want to say no to that? And you get to decide how you want to feel, which is the what you want. I want to feel successful. I want to feel abundant. I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel joyful. I want to feel loved. And then the universe gets to decide how that's going to happen. So that's the part that you don't have control of. You don't get to decide, I want it to be exactly like this. You can try, and sometimes they will give that to you. But sometimes they're going to say, actually, I think you would like this thing, and they're going to be right. One example of that is my boyfriend because he is nine years younger than me, and I did not want that. You can ask any of my friends, I would have been like, no. And I had the age parameters on my hinge where there's no way that I would have seen him when I was scrolling through the app. But he saw me when he was scrolling through the app (laughs) and he sent me a message and my intuition told me to just go for it. And I figured, all right, whatever. Like it's one date. It's fine. Clearly, there's something for me here, even if it's just like one entertaining brunch. But then right away when I met him, I was like, oh, shit, I really like this guy. And he doesn't seem like he is as young as he is. And some of my friends have met him and like neighbors and stuff like that. And nobody can believe how old he is because he's way more mature than the average person his age. And he's more mature than probably all the guys I've ever dated and guys who have been older than me. So the universe knew better than I did in this case. And all I had to do was get super clear on what I wanted, how I wanted to feel. And the universe was like, okay, I have this guy over here who's going to make you feel this way. And he's going to do things for you that are so amazing, that are better than what you even asked for. And I'm so excited to give him to you. But there's just this one thing you said you didn't want this. So I'm going to send it to you anyway. You can decide, like do what you want to do, girl. But like here you go. And I got to decide. And I decided that the age was like a non-issue when we looked at all the other stuff. And so here we are almost six months later, still dating. And he's going to be here like real soon. So 
I do need to wrap this up now. But those are the main things that I wanted to talk about this week. I always want to be reminding you that you are an incredibly powerful creator of your life. You just need to get super clear on how you want to feel and then find the ways that you already feel that way in your life and do more things that make you feel that way and focus on just all the ways that you already are and have everything that you desire. And before you know it, you will be like, oh my gosh, what is this life I just created? This is amazing. This is magical. And it's so much fun to see the surprises come in, see the ways that things happen that you didn't expect. Like my boyfriend, that was such a wild card for me and came in so much faster than I expected. So let yourself be surprised and delighted by the universe. It is a really fun activity, I promise, and you're incredibly worthy of it. That's the other thing. If we don't feel worthy of things, we will block them from ourselves. So if you've been trying to manifest something and it's not coming to you, ask yourself, do I feel fully worthy of this? Are there any reasons I can think of right now that I wouldn't feel worthy? If you find any, just reprogram your brain around that because you are worthy of everything you desire, period. There's nothing you can do that will make you less worthy, and there's nothing that you can do that will make you more worthy. You just are worthy, period. There are things that you can do to make yourself feel more worthy, and that will make you a match to receive more to confirm that belief to yourself. There are things that you can do that might make you feel like you are less worthy. And if you hold on to those beliefs, your reality will reflect that. But it doesn't change your actual value. It doesn't change your actual worth, which is why my soul wants me to really share my lesson that I'm learning right now, which is that I am inherently worthy and inherently valuable and everything I create is valuable no matter how other people receive it. So you are incredibly worthy and incredibly valuable no matter how other people receive you. You just have to choose to see yourself that way. And it might require you to actively program that into your brain for a while. But after you do that some, it'll become more automatic and you'll be able to just keep leveling up and leveling up and leveling up, which is the really fun part. And you'll be able to just keep keep on turning shit into gold. That's what I love to do. I love to turn shit into gold. My Instagram got disabled. That felt shitty. I turned that into gold. I had zero people sign up for a workshop. Turned that into gold. I love to do that. It's super fun and you should try it if that feels good to you. And remember, you can decide that everything I said in this podcast was bullshit and you don't have to listen to any of it because you have free will. And that's the beauty of this experience here on this planet we call Earth. That'll be all for this time. And again, if you enjoyed this, would love a rating and review from you. If you want to also support me financially in some way, you can either book an actual session with me or check out some of the links in the show notes and get yourself a product. Treat yourself because you are so worthy of that. I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you next time.